Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. And here we go. It's Monday, and welcome to Feet to the Fire, the beginning of the week. We are... Eight days away from the 2022 midterm elections, and we're hoping for a Republican blowout so we can take back our government after the 2020 theft of our government and the stolen elections, not only the presidency, but also the Senate, especially with that Georgia runoff election. Two, two Senate seats in Georgia that I believe were stolen in 2020. But we don't know what's going to happen because the left is always up to their duplicity and chicanery and election stealing. So let's hope enough has been put into place to stop that and enough conservatives and Republicans show up to vote that it doesn't matter how much stealing they endeavor to employ in the election. They can't win, but we will see what happens. We need lawful elections. Okay. All the media is abuzz about the Paul Pelosi attack from last week. Paul Pelosi is obviously crazy Nancy Pelosi's husband. She's the Democrat Speaker of the House. Just one commentary on this, okay? Gubernatorial candidate Mark Ronchetti stated that his garage windows were shot out with pellets or a pellet gun, something like that. He is a Republican gubernatorial candidate. Texas Governor Republican Abbott. Two of his canvassers were attacked recently during this most recent campaign within the last month. Marco Rubio's canvasser last week was attacked by two crazy liberals in Florida, hospitalized with broken bones and a smashed face. They threatened or tried to release their dogs on him. Remember years ago, the Democrat, crazy Democrat loon shot up the congressional baseball game and Steve Scalise almost died. Republican whip in Congress. Recently, the, I think it was North Dakota, not South Dakota, could have been South Dakota. North Dakota man ran over and killed a GOP teen because he was Republican and they had a political disagreement. Rand Paul, I believe, wasn't he assaulted outside of his own house in Kentucky? But Paul Pelosi was attacked in his house. And it must have been, this is the media narrative, it must have been a crazy MAGA Republican who is a January 6th denier. That's all we're hearing. I just wanted to you know, listen to that list. And that's just a sampling of all of the violence perpetrated by the left against conservatives. And yet all we're hearing about is Paul Pelosi's attack. And we don't, information's coming about, out about the attacker. We don't even know what this guy is. Apparently he's a um, protesting nudist and lives in a hippie commune and is pro-trans, pro-legal marijuana and uh, some kind of wild conspiracy theorist. The, the, we're lacking information, but he's certainly not panning out to be a you know run-of-the-mill MAGA supporter, uh, Trump for 2024 type. And yet the narrative is, that's what we heard from the get-go, right-wing extremists attacked Paul Pelosi. How is this the case? You know, it's 
it, it is one-sided. The violence comes from the left, not from the right. Yet we never hear that. All right, I made my point. A couple things to wrap up from last week. Post-millennial. You all heard this already. Elon Musk bought Twitter. <laughs> I just love this. He fires the top Twitter execs as he takes charge within like the first day. And at least three of these execs got fired, and one of whom was the one, a girl, a lady, who was responsible for kicking Trump off of Twitter after January 6th. So, yes, a win for the right. Unexpected source, Elon Musk, not necessarily uh, the poster child for conservatism, but apparently he took the red pill. It means he became a conservative or some type of Republican. He's anti-establishment uh, left, bought Twitter, fires the chick who kicked Trump off of Twitter. Love it. Eat your heart out, liberals. Okay, also from the post-millennial, crime surges in New York. It's surging all over these cities. You know what? We'll get to this tomorrow. We'll get to this tomorrow. I want to talk about, I want to go back to immigration. I read this to you last week from Breitbart. President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security welcomed a foreign population at the United States-Mexico border in fiscal year 2022 that exceeds the populations of, you ready for this? 15 states. I'm reading it right here. More than 2.2 million border crossings in one year. Now, I read that to you last week. As quickly as border crossers and illegal aliens have been arriving at the southern border, Biden's DHS has been just as quickly releasing most of them into American communities. From February to August, February 2021 to August 2022, the Biden administration released about 1.35 million border crossers and illegal aliens into the U.S. interior, a foreign population roughly three times the size of Miami. Again, read this to you last week also revealed that 19% of these encounters had been already previously stopped at the southern border at least one other time. And uh, according to the data, Border Patrol agents have encountered 98 suspected terrorists in 2022, but that current number only includes suspected terrorists who were caught, not the number embedded in the estimated 1 million illegal aliens who evaded law enforcement while entering the country and disappearing into American communities. So terrorists coming across just disappearing into our towns. That was from Town Hall. But I wanted to add to our illegal narrative with this from the Epic Times. U.S. sanctuary states handing out millions in unemployment benefits to illegal aliens. That's right. Now they're giving free money to illegal aliens. An investigation conducted by the Immigration Reform Law Institute, IRLI, has found that sanctuary states in the United States are dishing out millions of dollars worth of taxpayer money to illegal immigrants. So I told you, they're importing a dependent class and then keeping them dependent by paying them tax dollars. Illegal aliens are ineligible for federal unemployment benefits, with the Federal Unemployment Tax Act requiring states to take precautions to prohibit such people from filing for these claims. In other words, technically, by federal law, illegal aliens are not supposed to get unemployment benefits. However, the three sanctuary jurisdictions, thank you, compassionate liberal holes, of lawlessness, they are, they are uh, so-called on the pretense of compassion, call themselves sanctuary states, and welcome illegal sanctuary cities. 
the three sanctuary jurisdictions of the District of Columbia, Colorado and New York, have handed out a combined $2.7 billion in unemployment benefits to illegal aliens. So they're just skirting federal law and handing free money to illegal aliens. New York launched the Excluded Workers Fund in 2021, providing $2.1 billion to over 128,000 illegal aliens. Legislation from 2020 in Colorado granted $5 million for the Left Behind Workers Fund for illegal immigrants. Last year, Washington, D.C. dispersed $15 million to excluded workers, which mostly consisted of illegal alien population. In California, lawmakers introduced the Excluded Workers Pilot Program, which, if made law, will give $300 per week to illegal aliens in the state for 20 weeks. So all you got to do in California to get free money is stay illegally. And a report published by the same IRLI in August deemed New York City to be, quote, America's most dangerous sanctuary community. Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, and San Francisco made up the remaining top five. So these sanctuary places are giving out free money incentivizing illegals to stay, and their crime is skyrocketing. Data, quote, data overwhelmingly shows that sanctuary policies lead to more crime, fear, and death. And as I told you, ultimately, the goal is to dilute the electorate and create a permanent dependent voting class that always votes Democrat. It is a voter drive for Democrats. Now, I didn't get to my five or six dangers of illegal immigration, but hopefully we'll discuss that tomorrow. I gave you some facts today. Tomorrow, a little bit more of the rationale of why we have to stand against illegal immigration in order to save the republic. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness, like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Illegal immigration is the death knell of the